Join us now on MMA FanCast. We talk about UFC 209. What happened last night was crazy. I've never seen that boring of a main event fight, maybe since Frank Mir and Mirko Krokop. What happened? What was Woodley doing? What was Wonderboy doing? We discussed that and much more here on MMA FanCast. We discussed David Tamer. He wasn't getting the recognition coming into the fight, but he showed Lando Venata and the rest of the world that he is for real. We'll talk about Rashad Evans. We'll talk about um, everything on the main card, and we'll even get into the undercard. Some great comebacks. Join us now, MMA FanCast. MMA FanCast is here live post UFC 209. The gang is together and we have watched UFC 209 here. There, I am joined by not only the posse, but we have a special guest with us here tonight. First of all, let me introduce the man, the legend... Jim Sahara Mooney. What's up? What's up? What's up? That was as boring as what we saw earlier tonight. So, well, just the main event. Let's not be overly critical That's of the true. whole card. It was. We want to keep the mood going. It was a long and tedious main event. Also joining us, the man who has the voice of an angel. Terry Dactyl. The ranked Terry Dactyl. Climbing the charts. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Rank. Thank you. Period. He is pretty rank. <laughs> Why did you throw the ED on the end? And rank. lastly, we have a special guest. He's a first-time guest. guest. Not special. First of many. He is many. There are many things that are special about him. <laughs> We're all special. He is John Shell. Hello, and thank you for having me, gentlemen. Wait, hold on. We got oh, yeah, hold on, gentlemen. We got Ryan yeah, Dog. We got Terry Dactyl, Sahara. We got to come up with. Here's Johnny. Oh, that's so weak. I on, think so, I think that's taken already. So well, we hope we don't confuse you with the four different voices. You know, three of us, so you you should be just fine. Guys, this was a, a, a card that started off a little rocky a couple days ago, with uh, or yesterday, uh, with a weight issue. We had Tony Ferguson and, and Habib Thank you. Nurmega Madoff were scheduled to co-main event this fight in... Habib had some some weight issues and, and was pulled from the fight. What, what did that do to you guys in, in anticipating this card? I'm telling you, it was like somebody told me that I won $500. And then when I got there to pick up my check for the prize, they said it was it was going to be 250 Now look, it's that's great, but... I thought I was going to get 500 and with this card, I thought that I was going to get two really good fights, and I only got half that, and the other half didn't turn out so well, so that was my reaction. Yeah, for me, that, that was the fight that I was looking forward to. Yeah, um, that, that was, other than the Venata fight, that was my second favorite, favorite fight going into the card. You were so high on Venata. I was high on that fight. You know I was what, high though, on Minata. Yeah, with yeah. what we saw tonight, he still Just was impressive. Tamer showed a lot. Yeah, he showed that, a lot of fire. That was a great fight. That was uh, that's fight of the night. We we don't know. I we haven't looked it up. We just started recording almost immediately upon finishing, and I think John's pulling that up now. No, he's not um, <laughs> to see who won fight of the night. But um, that was. Uh, in our opinion, we all thought heck of a fight, fight of the night. John is our statistician. 
He is Johnny Stats. Johnny Johnny Stats. Johnny Stats. Johnny Stats. No, because then when I underdeliver, you'll be mad at me. Uh, well, oh, we're, we're already... Yeah, yeah, fight of the night was Woodley Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 so it was a sleeper. We work with yeah, Terry. Most of the fight. We work so with Terry Dactyl, so we're used to being underwhelmed. Oh! <laughs> so we're going to talk about the main card here tonight. Um, let's start off at the at the the opening fight of the card was Alistair Overeem and Mark Hunt. Reactions? I thought it was a. I thought it was a great opener. Yeah, set the tone for. Yeah, you know. Obviously, if you if you didn't watch it, Overeem, wow, that guy has knees like nobody else, and they're sharp. And <laughs> and actually, when we predicted the fight, I predicted Alistair it would be the knees yeah. that, that took the fight down. Yeah, and you were only off around. Yeah, so I actually uh, was able to predict that one. I mean, that's not a hard prediction. Shockingly, I missed it. What? I know. The audience is thinking, holy cow, I can't believe he missed it. But it's true, I did. I, I called Mark Hunt uh, walk-off KO second round, and uh, he barely walked out of that octagon. John, what did you think of the Overeem-Hunt fight? It, there's never anything wrong with watching two broods slug it out, and that's what they did. Yeah, th- those two guys, they can both knock anyone out at any time. They can both... Um, more than hold their own, and both are also susceptible. I don't think I've seen Mark Hunt, and and I'm going just by, off my memory off the top of my head. I don't think I've seen Mark Hunt knocked out, but he was certainly knocked out in this fight. He was uh, uh, need twice, um, and absolutely was completely out of it. Wasn't even all the way down to the ground and just like kind of like lost all control of his entire body. So that was um, something you're not used to really seeing with Mark Hunt. He's normally on the other end of those. He's a Samoan man. And He's got that big thick head. As, and and your prediction was he was going to have a walk off. Yes. Knockout. Yes. And that didn't come true. <laughs> no. Um, no. Not at all. Jim, do you have any other input on that fight? No, I thought. Um, <clears throat> Initially, I thought that uh, Mark Hunt had the best hair coming in, but I'm going to give it to Overeem. Did you say that he so had the best hair coming best in? Best hair, yeah. Is this like yeah. jealousy coming out right now? No, no. Due to a, a like lack of? No jealousy whatsoever. Huh. But upon seeing Mark Hunt exit pretty quick, he didn't even stand there for um, for you know the hand raise with... Yeah. Uh, Oh, I didn't even I notice think, that. Yeah, he, he yeah. I wonder if they were con- I, they had they, to be concerned that he. Yeah, had it wasn't a pride issue. He just no. Oh. I think he just they needed to make sure he was still able to count. Agreed. His uh, see, I, I, stuff. I got the impression that he was he was mad about something. I mean, yeah, I don't. You know. could be. They right didn't really show him. I mean, they yeah. did, there was no way to really know because they just showed him going out. They didn't show. He wobbled a little him. going out. I not not necessarily wobbled, but he wasn't yeah. he wasn't walking sturdily. So, but when when Overeem was standing there, his hair was still glistening and looked like it hadn't moved yet. So that's why I give him the nod, <laughs> taking on the double victory. But it was a close fight up, and I mean, Overeem just caught him. I mean, it was a good fight leading up to that. Yeah. What did you guys think about Hunt's conditioning in this fight? I mean, by Mark Hunt's standard, I did. Did you think he was looked normal or he looked, looked out of shape? He, yeah, he looked out of shape this time. I think so. Not that his, him. not that he normally he, has this. His con, his conditioning, his breathing. He just looked sl- slower this time, yeah. slower than what I'm uh, used to seeing him. And he's never been known for quickness, but he just. Looked like he he wasn't enthused. I guess is. is Alistair good. looked he looked good tonight. I I can't believe I missed Hunt going off. Like I didn't even notice that. What, did you guys all notice? Did we exit the cage? Just, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they just, I mean, it was just him leaving with a couple guys, not really carrying him, but, you know, so it was hard to tell if he was going out on his own or if they were, very, it was medical attention that I they think wanted it was, to get I, for Yeah, him. no, 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 I think, I think it was definitely uh, medically related. I mean, he he got roughed up. I don't think it made sense for him to stand there and not get to the back. Yeah. And maybe that's, I don't know this, maybe that's part of the policy of uh, the UFC that they, you know, with the, uh, the, the knockouts now, because uh, didn't Rogan say that they're not going to talk to them? No more interviews for... Yeah, if you've been knocked, been knocked out. Yeah, that's right. So well, maybe that's... I think that started without Alistair Overeem. Yeah, and right? that... Yeah, well, UFC 203. Three, three, yeah. three, that's right. It's the last time we saw that. Yeah. Um... And if you blinked, which I happen to do, I happen to look down and <laughs> and never look down when Alistair Overeem has someone in anywhere near a clinch because those knees are ridiculous They're from vicious. the clinch. Those that Muay Thai clinch and those knees are absolutely vicious. And uh, he landed two of them on on Hunt, and Hunt was out. He. He literally face planted yeah. down mm-hmm. to the canvas from his knees, from yeah. the from the knees that uh, that Overeem landed. So, and he caught another one, but I really, I know somebody had made the comment that because it was the side of the head, it could be more impactful than it looked. But it looked like it glanced off. It looked like that first knee really finished him. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was John Anik or Rogan who said this, but they talked about. Over him, and he's got 21 victories by knockout, and 12 of those are either knees or kicks. So, I mean, the guy's known for it. Yeah. The uh, the second fight in the card was the the fight that got added on to the main card, which was, I believe, originally supposed to be the uh, Facebook. Um, Headliner, um, the second fight of the Facebook card, which was Cynthia Cal- Calvillo versus Amanda Cooper. Cooper. When you say Facebook card, do you mean Fight Pass? Fight Pass, yeah. Okay, I, I, I see. Uh, so I mean, it's pterodactyl. I need to ask the question because well, I'm really not the sure. Funny, funny you asked that. Before Fight Pass, before FS1, they had prelims on verses, and and then they started doing the 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 pre-prelims on Facebook. So they did run some live um, before this was before Facebook Live even existed, but they had live a live feed on Facebook for some of the prelims. So I don't know if that's my excuse of why I uh, just butchered that, but I'm going to I'm going to run with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with it. So Cynthia Calvillo was making her and I I'm sure I'm butchering UFC her name. UFC debut. Making her UFC debut and uh facing Amanda Cooper and uh you know Calvillo was a was a fairly was a decent favorite in the fight making her debut and she showed why, didn't she? Very impressive. She's got some pretty good ground game. One of the highlights of that fight was some of the transitions that that Calvillo had. Um, one, she had a, a, a like a anaconda choke and kind of flipped through and and twisted through to get. To get Cooper's back, and it was a move that you just don't see in MMA. It was yeah. something. It was special. Yeah, there was a lot of there was an interesting transition and struggle there, and they were kind of all over the place for a bit. Yeah. So uh, this is a young lady. I I really think she has some some. There's some hope. There's some. It was actually you know when you when you hear fights get taken off the card and. You know, it's never a good thing. Everyone wants to see Tony Ferguson fighting against Habib. And, um, Habib who? Nurmagomedov. There we go. <laughs> and, and when that fight gets taken off the card, and you see it replaced by a fight that was on the Fight Pass card, you're like, <laughs> what is going on? But I'll tell you what, that really gave Cynthia a very nice... Um, opportunity and she pounced on it 
She did. She took advantage of it. She showed why she belongs there. And it, and I don't, I don't think Cooper looked bad. Yeah. I mean, she was, a, she was doing good things. It just, I think Cavill just was amazing. Yeah. I mean that. The stuff she was doing on the ground, the you know, switching from one hole to another and, and stuff. I just you know, she yeah. was she was it, you know, not to speak badly of Cooper Cavill was just that impressive. Yeah. yeah. So obviously they they pushed that to the uh, to the main card because of her, and you maybe um, down the line that's somebody who's going to be fighting uh, Joanna if she's still going to be the champ at that point. You know, give her... Jedrachek. Yeah. You put, I, I think it's... Um, we don't do so well with names. I think it's... That's what we've been calling her. But it's I think different. it's something else. Yeah. Could be. You know, it's like yay... Yay something. Yay. We could just call her JJ. JJ, <laughs> I like it. I still want Carolina to get a... Yeah. To get a rematch. Just to see her get... Uh, I, I think rematch. that's a potential... Rivalry. Has she fought again since uh, since two hundred five? I thought she did. Carolina. Yeah. Carolina. 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 Yeah. I believe she did, and I'm going to tell you. And while okay. you're looking that up, we're going to move on to the next fight of the night, which was Rashad Evans. She did not. She has not fought. She I didn't think she fought. had. I wonder if she's scheduled for one. We'll have to look that up. Um, Rashad Evans facing Daniel Kelly. And in this one, um, Rashad Evans came in with a physique that looked better than his physique has ever looked. But he hasn't fought much, and that certainly showed. No, he, he definitely looked ripped. And I wonder if that played uh, a factor later on in the fight where you know Dan Kelly's he's he, kind Dan of Kelly looks like an old man locomotive you know like once he gets going there's not if it if you speed up that train that locomotive you don't really see it moving that much faster but it's really the same speed the whole time and that's that's the way Kelly was the whole fight he never Increase his aggression. He never yeah. regressed. Yeah, he, he was, was always steady. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's a great word to describe him. Old, but steady. <laughs> Old faithful. Well, slow and steady wins the race, right? I won that race. And so, um, Dan, uh, um, I'm sorry. What's Dan his name? Kelly. Dan Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Dan Altieri and going, am I saying the wrong name the here? The Tambourine Man. The Tambourine Man. So Dan, Daniel Kelly um, was slow and steady, and you know he, he has some he has some um, of those things, uh, some unique judo, where he'll be in different positions and he'll he'll do something that most MMA fighters don't do. Things we used to see out of Rousey with her judo, and just end up, you know. Flipping Rashad and Rashad with his great athletic ability, he got out of those situations and, and kept his balance in some situations. But Daniel Kelly's a, a different, a unique style that people are going to have to figure out. Yeah, he brings so, an interesting he he brings an interesting fight style. Evans, though, I mean, what what happens with him? And I know this is a different weight class for him, but he's. He's two and five in his last seven fights now. With that, um, his very his first loss in that seven fight stretch was to John Jones, and that went the distance fighting for the uh, for the light heavyweight belt. And ever since then, it's been kind of downhill. Yeah, it's been well. I think this is a. I think this is a fight that we can kind of. Not put a ton of stock in because he has been so inactive. If he can get another fight in the next four or five months, I think he could look a lot better. That ring rust is real. Um, you know, it's just hard to get back into. It would be as if a you know an NFL quarterback gets hurt during the first week of the season 
and tries to come back for the playoffs. You're just not up to speed. It's You have to get used to that again. And I think that maybe Rashad isn't the fighter he used to be. Well, of course I, he's not. But it this is not a true indicator. I think it'll we take a legends fight. division. <laughs> it'll take another fight, I think, to determine, hey, is this guy is this guy done or is this guy does this guy still have some, some left in the tank? I think he's in the right weight class though. I think one eighty five is good for him. Look great. Yeah. He looked more tired late though. It was weird. He shouldn't be more tired. He well, should he's he carrying for a less while either. Yeah. He's carrying less like fat on him. And it's not because he has more muscle, it's just he has less less there's less fat on him. Yeah. Um but I mean he hasn't fought in a while. That's that's yeah. a big factor. So I think the jury's still out, to be honest. I think we'll we'll be able to tell next fight. Um if he's going to fight again, if he medically I, is cleared. <laughs> yeah, and that's another issue. Uh, you know, it's hard to book him. I said in the last podcast that my, you know, I, I wanted him to win and to retire because of his whatever the medical issues he's having that they haven't really released any no, information. They yeah, it's but been a mystery. I'm thinking it's like some type of irregular heartbeat or something. I th- was there something announced? Something, it was had to had to do with his blood pressure or something like that. Yeah, heart, blood, some has something to do with that. But I think it's a blood pressure issue. Yeah. So that was a a, a fight that um, was a split decision. We had Daniel Kelly winning two rounds to one, and actually. Um, as we were watching that fight and we were waiting for a decision, my prediction for <laughs> you had the exact, exact I said right that I thought one judge would give uh, would give Rashad the first round, the other two would give Kelly. That Kelly will win all three cards in the second round, and that Rashad will win all three in the third round. And that's exact. I mean, I haven't seen their scorecards. But this is the scores I projected. I projected two 29-28 for Kelly and the 29-28 for I will Rashad, vouch for that. And it was correct. You did. You did. I don't like the... Bre- well, okay, never mind. <laughs> I, See, I thought like. the third round was, was all Kelly. The, Wasn't it? The first round... Uh, yes, it was all Kelly. I, pre- I, I said the, the, the first round, two would be for Kelly and one for Rashad. Second round, all yeah. for Rashad. The third round, all for Kelly. And that's what it was. I thought you said uh, Rashad. No. Well, maybe I did. We, well, I, I well you had said that one judge may hard. see it a different way. And one in judge the first did. round. In the first round. Yeah. One judge so, for Evans, didn't they? Correct. He, in the first yeah. round. But I think that's a good segue into what we witnessed for the title fight. Where... Well, we're, we we're just going to skip the next fight? We, no, <laughs> save that. That was a better fight. Save it for last. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You probably should Okay, save it we're going to jump to the what was supposed to be the main no, event. No, we can't do that. We can't do it. we got to go in order. Sure. No, no, we, we don't. No, we don't. We don't. Okay. Do they deserve for us to go in order? <laughs> no. no. I, think you have to, I think you have to give the title fight in the main event the respect it deserves. But that's just me. Look, it's straight away. Congrats one. to both guys. All right, so that, there. That's it for the title fight. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect, Tyron Woodley and Stephen Thompson both fought a cautious fight. Cautious to the point... <laughs> overly cautious. ...of being nothing but boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was not a fun fight to watch. No. I mean, I admire, I admire, if I'm in a fight, I'm in a fight like that, where I don't want to get hit. I'm not going to try to hit you, but I don't want to get hit myself. They, they, they were both playing the chess match, which, you know, again, if you're, if you're sitting in the audience, like all of us were, not necessarily live, 
But when you're sitting there watching it, you want to see them do battle. You're waiting for, for Ty Woodley to, to do what he did in the fifth round. And with 30 seconds left. With 30 seconds left. You're waiting to see him do that. And he just never happened. And you're waiting for Steven Thompson to start throwing these wild kicks and, and to go in for all these shots. And it just it didn't happen. And you know, the... the Neither fighter, until very late with Woodley, neither fighter acted like they wanted to win. Neither seemed I would desperate. Agree. They were they were fighting not to lose. Correct, and and that is not when you fight like that. That is not how champions should fight. That is not how you know you call yourself a warrior, Woodley is stating, going around all week, saying he's the greatest welterweight of all time, and he's <laughs> he's in the division that George St. Pierre owned and never lost the belt. He just doesn't want to show us. Yeah. He very well could be. He just doesn't want to show us. And so... You know, when when you're when you talk the talk, you gotta walk the walk. When McGregor talks the talk, he go in and win or lose, he walks the walk. He he gives it his all. Right. He's yeah. he's there. He shows up. And so call yourself the best welterweight in the world, then show up more than just the last thirty seconds. Because the title shouldn't have changed hands because of a lack of effort on either one of you, but neither one of them, in my opinion, deserved to walk out with the belt after that performance. I would agree with you. And I got to tell you another thing: if I was one of the fans that paid a thousand dollars for ringside seats, oh my goodness, and, you get and the have, fight off, have you get one the, fight taken off the card, and then have that last fight. The fan, know. the the fans' main event. Might I add? Yeah, the fans' main event was off the card, and then the main event was a complete stinker. <laughs> it 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 was not good. Right. Now, if we go back to um, after the first round, you were Ryan. You were pretty adamant that um, Wonder Boy's pressure. Although there wasn't much action, that he was going to get the nod, and he may very well have um, first you know, and second round. Yeah, actually. yeah, and you know, but um, with what we heard, we know that there was a ten-eight in there. Had to be the last round. One judge gave uh, had to give Woodley, Woodley a ten-eight, which mm-hmm. meant he was behind on that judge's scorecard going into that last round. No, but the, the yeah. Woodley was behind on that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. By two rounds. Right. So, so he was up. Uh, he was, on that judge's scorecard. He was down three to one. Yeah. And, Which and, is what we had. And the other yeah, two saw it as two two. And I remember um, John Johnny Stats saying, <laughs> "I that like that Johnny Stats." If if you let it go to the judges, I'm paraphrasing. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. You cannot leave it in somebody else's hands because you don't know what they're going to see. You know, the, the, how many thousand people were in the arena watching that? And, you know, Twitter's lit up with, you know, saying Wonder Boy probably should have won that 3-2. to two. Listen, when, when, when the fight ends that way and the rest of the fight was the way it was... You have no argument. You have no argument. I should have won that fight. You should have gone out there like you wanted to win the fight, and you would have. You know who? You know who lost that fight? The The fans. fans. (laughs) The fans lost that decision. Yeah. Yes, there was no split decision on that. The fans lost by unanimous decision. Um. So let's move on. We can come back to this. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet something like um, they were calling Comcast to get their money back mm-hmm. because when they ordered the fight, um, nothing happened on the pay-per-view. It never came on. Something like that. I'll tell you what. The, hey, it's no, not that's my good. Tweet. It's, that's it's, good. 
It's, there's supposed to be a punchline coming. No, <laughs> no. We're waiting no, for the show. It was as bad as UFC 209. <laughs> so, I think if that would have stated well, it would have worked. Okay, but yeah. but because that Do that not. we're not blaming Sahara. Do not. We're blaming his age. Do not. He is the <laughs> oldest human being I have ever met. <laughs> Listen here, Sonny. So, moving on, um, we have the co-main event, which was certainly a treat. And actually, on our last podcast, I stated that this was the fight I was most looking forward to. You did. And Daltieri, or shall I say... Senor Dactyl. Senor Dactyl. Tambo. He has more nicknames. He's got a lot, than, yeah. Like, it's There's others ridiculous. that he has... That we don't say on air. Yeah, well, we can't thought, well, say It's a family air. show. It is a family okay. show. Yeah. Um, but David Taymor and Lando Venata had a great fight. I mean, these guys both yeah. came to bring it and to bang and to take... These guys they were eating shots. They were zombieing each other. Eight shots like nobody else. I think... Backstage, maybe we'll find out about this tomorrow, but I think there may have been a conference call with Cub Swanson and Duho Choi <laughs> about how to get it done. They they like certainly that. were uh, they channeled the spirit. They they I don't know if they were at that level, but they're yeah. the, they channeled the spirit. Yeah, but because I think they the only reason they weren't to the level of du- Duho Choi and, and Cub Swanson was because they chose to try a little bit of defense. Because I don't think either one of those guys on that They fight didn't block a shot. They ate everything. They didn't, try to, they didn't move their heads. They were like, you punch me, I punch you. Yeah, it was who can absorb the was, most blows. And they, I, there were so many connections made, but... Nobody wrote. I mean, they were. They didn't seem stunned as, yeah. as much they as you would have right expected. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was, it was really surprising. It was. It was. Um, I became a big fan of both of those guys. Well, you are already a Lando guy. Yeah, I love Lando. So, so Taymor grew on you. No. Um. So. Dave, but David Tamer. Um, it, he was just awesome. Very impressive. Very impressive. So what I'm I was not impressed by your performance. So I was impressed by his performance. <laughs> well, what I was concerned about was he never fought the level of fighter that I mean, Venata has has fought and hung in there and almost beat um, Ferguson, Tony Ferguson, and so. T-Ferg. T-Ferg. And so having t- having that experience, I thought was going to be the difference that, you know, Tamer hadn't hadn't done that yet and that was going to show. And I'll tell you what, both those guys were complete beasts. So maybe there's an issue with, uh, with Lando. And I don't want to say an issue with his conditioning as in, like, you know, the guy's out of shape. But maybe fight conditioning, because he seemed to slow down. Um, in the, was it the second round? Like about a minute into it, he took a couple shots, and then his like his pace and his moving forward stopped. Yeah, he, he was controlling the octagon yeah. before that. He was yeah, he was definitely forcing the issue and. And making the fight go a certain way, and that was putting Tamer on his heels. Well, the thing that I found odd is that we, pretty, I think we all thought that that Venata won the first round. I'm looking at some scoring on some MMA websites, and they have Venata having the first round, and all three judges saw it a, a sweep for for Tamer. So. Um, it was a. It was a. The only round that wasn't close was the third. I thought Tamer like 
it wasn't like he established. It wasn't himself. a swing. He solidified it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a swing um, round where it could it could go either way. I think that one was definitely his round, and the other two were like close Martin rounds. The other two were close rounds, but I thought I thought they were both um, equally close with Venata winning one and and Tamer winning the other. But the judges saw it differently. Now, even uh, the commentators, they, uh, I think it was Rogan asked Cruz how he saw um, the first two rounds, and, and his comment was something along the lines of that it, it could go either way. He, he, he didn't know what to call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, too, is when, when I'm watching a fight and I'm listening to the announcers, they, they can affect how you see a fight. A so, good announcer can. So sometimes I'll go back and watch a fight without the without the volume, and 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 try to assess it independently, um, and may, and see if I'm off or if the announcers were off or like what 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 it was. And sometimes there it just seems like the judges are off. But yeah, we've had that. Turning off the volume can sometimes help see. What the fight was really about. When we go to Bubba's, that's that's our uh, view of the fight because we can't hear it. Yeah, well. it's just us and and our reactions to it. So there probably is something to that that you know they could sway you one way or another. Yeah. So what what else you guys think about tonight? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the real show uh, show was. The real show was yesterday. The GSP and Michael Bisbing press conference. That was the real show, and that one's free. That was something else. Did, it, did anyone here not get a chance to see it? I have not had a chance to see you it yet. you got to see it. Bisbing was... Rare form. Rare form. I think, I think Bisbing tries to be like Connor now. Like yeah. he was always brash, yeah, and stuff. He doesn't come across the same way as Connor. He he plays the villain great, yeah, and he's. I think he's kind of accepted that well, he's the count. Yeah, I, but I've always seen him as the poor that. man's Connor McGregor. But, but 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 not in a. I used to mean it in a disparaging way. Now it's kind of like an endearing term. Like if you've ever heard of the poor man's Big Mac, it's when you go to McDonald's and you order a double cheeseburger and you tell them to put mac sauce. And lettuce on it, right? But after a while, you eat a few of those; they start to grow on you. Michael Bisbing has grown on me. He's the poor, he's the poor man's Conor McGregor. So we're going to take a time out from the uh, the MMA talk, and we're going to talk about this poor man's Big Mac. I've never heard this before. <laughs> there's a secret menu. Uh, there's a secret menu for McDonald's. Um, yeah, that's one of them. The poor man's Big Mac. Okay. Well, now they have the Can, Junior Big Mac. So, well, that, this is this is like this is predating that. Yeah. There's also that there's some people. See, I uh, don't eat I don't eat Big Macs because the sauce on it's horrible. Okay. You know, I do recall, and I I can't remember who this like wimpy guy was, but I remember this one time somebody ordered something from McDonald's, and they threw um, it away. No, they they said to hold the bun, and oh. they just wanted the the patty and. I think that who, was who was that Terry? Was it Terry something? Dactyl. Hold the bun. Did did you get the um? See when Jim hears "hold the bun," he he's thinking holding the bun in his hands. He's not thinking. I know what's good for me. <laughs> And this coming and it's this not coming at from, McDonald's. This coming from That's the guy. Sure. This coming from the guys that he didn't want to lift weights because he gains muscle too fast. Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on! Of all the okay. problems to have, right there. Uh huh. We'll Twelve-inch pea shooters. All right, so admit, that's we strong. want to put this on that's YouTube. Strong. That's strong. Yeah. We'll fill that one. There's nothing no. there though. Oh yeah, yeah, huh? You got a pack of straws in there. <laughs> All right. Now, is McDonald's one of our official sponsors? Should we keep talking we, about we them? We should never I'm glad, talk about McDonald's again. Yeah. I'm glad you, you brought in the last time? Shamrock Shake. So. Yeah. I, I, wait, wait, before we even get into that, let me just say, over the years, I have <laughs> underestimated 
Ryan Middleton. I can't tell you how many times. Ryan will say something and I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, we should, you know, you got to watch this. Uh, I don't know. Hey, this fight's going to be good. Uh, I don't know. And then he's usually right. Well, the one time we go after uh, after we cover one of these regional shows, um, I'm starving. I'm usually always hungry. And, and I have a weird diet. And so I, I said, pull into McDonald's. Weird. Like, this is where I get the... This is where I get the the burgerless buns, uh, and or the not the burgerless buns, bunless burgers. burgers. And and Ryan, Ryan says, "Just give me some bread." Ryan says, "I'm not feeling very good about this McDonald's. It's really late. Uh, this could take a while." And I was like, "No, no, no. It'll be fine. I've eaten here before." So we probably waited a good 10, 15 minutes before we got cold food. Ryan's was so gross that he didn't even eat it. It was just a bad, horrible. It was bad, and that, that, that's also when Jim, when we asked him what he wanted to eat, he said, "Cheeseburger, two of them." <laughs> what did I order that they totally bought? You got it? like the two for four egg McMuffins or something, and, and they like, didn't no, put yeah, the that's right. egg on or something. It was gross. It, it was, was gross. No, no, no. You got the. Uh, you didn't get the. Uh, it was the Canadian. Oh, you get you bacon. you, you got an egg McMuffin, yeah. but they didn't give you the, the they didn't give you the Canadian bacon on it. It yeah. was so, yeah. You never go to McDonald's. I was hungry, man. At like one thirty right in the morning. It's two in the morning right now. I That's can eat like food. That's like the only time you would go there. So <laughs> yeah. nobody else no. would see you. <laughs> no. No, you don't go there then. No, nothing That's good last... happens at McDonald's at two in the morning. That's the last time I was at McDonald's was with you guys Yeah, that and night. that's the last time anyone should have ever been at McDonald's. <laughs> Until they become a sponsor. <laughs> then then we'll, we'll go there all the time. Then we'll send people They're going to they're gonna have to Speaking sell a of lot sponsors, of dollars. We've got a link... If you go to octagon247.com, right on our homepage, you can find the link that'll take you to UFC site for UFC Fight Pass. You can sign up for a free trial just by going to octagon247.com. Now, the link is a little misplaced. You're going to have to forgive us for that. We're, we're working on getting it to a normal place on the site. However, still works just as well. We do, um, on our normal podcasts, our normal weekly podcasts, we do a Fight Pass flashback where we take a, a historical UFC fight and we pa- press the pause button, go watch the fight. We, we encourage you to do the same thing. We come back and we analyze the fight, the historical relevance, and the fight itself. And so we're not going to do one of those tonight. However, what we... What we will promise you is that next week we're going to have a Fight Pass flashback. So what you'll want to do is go ahead and don't just go right to the Fight Pass website because you're not going to get the best possible deal. Okay, maybe you will, but you won't (laughs) help us out at all. Yeah. (laughs) In order to help us out here at Octagon247.com, you, uh, to keep our... To keep these podcasts coming, to keep the website up, you can help us out. You don't got to give us any money. You just order Fight Pass like you normally would, but do it through our website, octagon247.com. I think if people knew how grassroots we were, they would support us. There are so many podcasts out there that are sponsored by these, you know. I mean, granted, we have Fight Pass, which is an awesome start. And I but we still we—they're not giving us money without people exactly. signing up. No, 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 exactly. That's what I'm saying. There, there's so many, there's so many uh, podcasts out there that people feel like they don't necessarily have to reach out and support because somebody else will do it. I got to tell you guys, we need you. If you're hearing this right now, we need you. Yes, you. We need you to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell us what you like. If you don't like something, email us at octagon twenty four seven. Dot com. Info, info at octagon247.com there it is. is the email address. There it is. You could even private tweet us, octagon24 underscore 7 um, is our Twitter handle. Um, and as the guys are watching highlights of... Well, no, 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 I, no, no, I don't wait, know. Wait, I wait, 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 highlights. Come on, it's low lights. I don't know how you guys are watching this. We... we like, Low lights. We had enough trouble watching it this when it was person. live. 
what are you so intrigued about now? I'm kind of like a moth. That they found the something. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, they just showed the, 10 of the last 30 seconds of the fights was the highlights. Right now, um, Chael Sonnen and Gilbert Melendez and the guy from WWE. Uh, the guy from WWE Coachman. is Coach. Yeah, Coach. Coach. Jonathan, Jonathan Coachman, Coachman are on ESPN analyzing this fight. And the real fight to analyze was not the main event. It quite simply was a, a huge disappointment. UFC 209 came in as a card that we were super excited about, and the luster was lost post-fight because it did not live up to its billing. And this is why. So, Dan Altieri, otherwise known... Whoever that is. ...as Pterodactyl... <laughs> This is why, this right here is why you have to watch different UFC cards because the ones that are, the ones you think are going to be the best aren't always the best. Take a look at 209, take a look at um, 200, those are two of the better ones. Although I enjoyed that because of Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Well, he was also on steroids. Yeah, that's what made him so cool to watch. <laughs> it's like the Incredible Hulk versus Joe Schmo. Um, the, the, um, and then the fights, fight cards that don't look that great, some 206. of them are fantastic, like UFC 206. So I cannot stress the importance of, you know, if you want to see good fights, you got to watch them all. Yeah. Go to our website, click on the, uh, the UFC Fight Pass link, and you'll be able to see him. Go and back and watch. Two hundred five delivered. That had all the hype in it delivered. You, you had you had UFC two hundred six. You can go back and you can watch. Why are are the guys at MMA Fancast saying that UFC two hundred six was so awesome? If you join that free week, sign up, get your free week, and then decide after that free week. Hey, do I want to continue paying for this? I'm going to bet you will, and. Because they got a gr- an amazing fight library. Not only do they have UFC cards, but they also have cards from Pride. Which, if you are a longtime MMA fan, you know that Pride had um, some of the best tournaments and events, and some of the best uh, fighters in in mixed martial arts history. They have Elite XC. They have um, most of the major. The WEC, all of those guys. <coughs> Excuse me. So, <laughs> log into Octagon247.com, click on the Fight Pass link right next to our logo, and, and sign up for your free week. Um, we were talking about Michael Bisbing. Yes. We were talking about selling a fight. Yes. And him expertly <laughs> accepting his role... As the heel. He but is, see, he accepted... It's like you said, he accepted his role. He called things for what they were. Look, this fight needs absolute... These two could never talk, and this fight is going to draw money. But what Bisbing has done is he's taken an amazing thing... He's like taken French it to another fries, level. And he's putting cheese on it. And making some poutine. Of, and maybe a little bit of chili, too. There you go, fries. yeah. He might even have bacon bits and ranch dressing Ooh, on. Oh as my well. goodness! Oh my Atlanta! Yep, yeah, he's he's spiced it up. That's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So taking a look at iTunes and the podcast rankings this past week, it was pretty impressive. Did you guys take a look at all this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I when, saw us as high as eighteen. I saw us as high as twelve. Eleven, I think. Wow, we were at eleven. So, if you go on to podcasts and you go into, uh, take a look at the, uh, well, if you're on your phone, you go into your podcast app on, on your iPhone, and you press the top charts, and... Top charts? Top charts. And you, and you click the top left button for categories, and then you go down to sports and recreation, and we are... so. We hang out there. Let me just say this. That's where we hang out at MMA FanCast is in the top chart. But here's what we need from you guys. Our listeners have not rate, review, and subscribed. Well, I know a lot of you Two have subscribed. Of 
But rate and review, we need you guys to do that. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe. Um, we appreciate that and we need that. And here's the cool thing. I got to say this. If you've ever found a band before they got signed, and if you've ever, you know, if you've ever seen a fighter fight at a regional promotion, right, and you're like, holy cow, like, and you became a fan of that person before they before they went big, I really think that the people that are listening to this now, you guys are hearing something before it's going to go big. And I don't just say that because I'm on the show. I mean, I am on the show, so Barely. naturally, naturally. <laughs> Um, but you guys are, you guys are getting in on the ground floor. You get to hear, I mean, how many podcasts out there are, are, are the fans able to actually speak their mind? You don't feel like they have a certain fighter that they're friends with or management asking them to, to give a certain spin. This is exactly what we think, exactly the way we want to say it. And I think that's rare. So thank you for being a part of it. And, and we said all along that what we wanted to be is... MMA for the fans, by the fans. And and that's what we, we, we seek to be. We've covered UFC 205 live. We're going to cover some other UFC events live. And we've covered some regional events live. And we will continue to do that. But in order to do that, we need the, we need our listeners' support and uh, for you guys to rate, review, and subscribe. Um. Michael, go ahead. Can we talk about the damage that was done earlier tonight? Oh, the damage to the damage? The damage! Talk about that, John. Well, he was beat. He was done. <laughs> it was over. Yep. Except it wasn't. And it, the comeback he had was just amazing. And, and that's why you, you know, fight was so close to being stopped. But he just kept, he kept giving all he could. And was able to come back and, what, was it a, a punch? Stunned him a little and then kick dropped him and... It was, was incredible. I mean, his face looked like hamburger meat. He <sighs> broke it. He had to have broken his nose at one point. He had taken so much Gash damage. above the eye. Yeah. Below the eye. They are, um, speaking of Darren Elkins, who is nicknamed... The dude, the damage, and he has that tattoo on his <laughs> on his chest, and and uh, there was a tweet out from I think Luke Thomas or something says, you know I love uh, uh, what's the fight camp uh, the guys out your eye favorites Team Alpha camp. Team Alpha I love the guys at Team Alpha male, but how could you not tell him that this Darren Elkins that this was a bad idea having the the damage. the damage. Hugely tattooed right on your chest. He got it tattooed on his face tonight. Well, he, in the first round, Darren Elkins got destroyed. He got mauled, grounded, pounded to the point where his face... We were neighborhood meat. I, I was literally saying, like, he, he was getting hit in the, in the pulp. Yeah. I, I said that yeah. several times, like... He's just hitting him in the pulp. Like, it's like raw meat. His face was crazy. And so early in the second round, um, Bektik got a, got a takedown, and, and Elkins got up, like, right almost right away. And to me, that was like, whoa, like, this dude is not going away. He's got fire. I said... I said on Twitter, is there a chance for a comeback? And what do you know? He, he gets through the second round. In the third round, he comes out firing on all cylinders, um, has a tough time early, and then he gets him against the cage. He starts landing punches and kicks. Um, Be uh, Bechtick goes down and then... Stands back up and he eats a head kick and he's hurt and then one punch and uh, it was all over. Awesome. Just, <laughs> it's got to be top five for best comebacks. I mean, got to be. So one that we saw live, some of us here saw live, was a historically, I think, fairly. It's, they call it number two. Fairly widely regarded as you know a top comeback of all time, and that is. 
Um, why, why, Czech Pat Congo and Pat Barry. Yeah. Czech Congo, Pat Barry. It was UFC on versus four here, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, city of champions. <coughs> this comeback was a different kind of comeback because it was it was a it wasn't a flash comeback. It was a, an endurance comeback, mm. and it was a gritty like do like don't give up kind of comeback whereas that was very much a flash comeback yeah and so this uh, for me personally and i'm more personally invested in a fight card that was here in pittsburgh that i saw live and in person but this did it more for a comeback for me different type of comeback different type of comeback but i would rank this as a bet as a better comeback i would agree just because it was far more unlikely. Yeah, just I thought he was because it wasn't amazing. a lopsided fight with uh, Chuck Congo, Chuck Congo and Pat Berry. It was he he had him and it looked like he was out and he crumbled and he jumped on top and he's chasing him around and he's riding him and it was like a, a moment where you're like okay it's over but this whole fight it's like. Oh, just let it let it be over for his face's sake. Yeah, and and he just gritted it out, and that those are the kind of wins. Like you can have some pretty rewarding wins. That has to be the most rewarding win when you are down and everyone's counted you out, and you have the what the what what it takes inside to to fight through that. Yeah. Because it would have been real after. It would have been real easy for him at any point in that first round, or even between rounds, to just say, I, "Yeah, yeah, I'm done." You think yeah. about the other side. You know what uh, what his camp is feeling like. Having I didn't see it, but um, just the way that you guys are talking about it, to basically have the fight, the win. All you had to do is just finish out. Yeah. And then it's taken from you like that. Total dominance. And then, you know, as we've said many times um, on the show, anything can happen in MMA. And That's what makes it so interesting. Yeah. Luke Sanders and, and Yuri Alcantara, Alcantara fought um, prior to that in the in the in a prelim fight before that, and that was another Great comeback. Yeah. Um, so we had back-to-back great comebacks on the prelims. And so if you if you don't get a chance to uh, watch, if you get a chance to watch the prelims, haven't watched it, that that's a prelim card to watch specifically those two uh, fights right in the middle of the prelim card. So I think one of the things we can take away from 209, aside from being let down by... The main event and then the original co-main event being canceled. That, you know, we could probably look back on this fight in a year from now or two years from now. And the guys that are going to be at the top of the divisions are, you know, some of the fighters that fought on this car. Oh, yeah. I could very well see some of those some of those guys working their way up and, uh, and being... Contenders in the in the coming years. So yeah, realistically, we're probably looking at like two, three years. But yeah, like Tamer and Venata, I think those two could be Saint Pierre Penn. Mm, yeah, like in 2022. You know what I mean? Like that could be. <laughs> no, I mean it's not that far I, off. I, yeah, no, I mean that's five years sooner than that. Yeah, yeah. Than that even. So um. Dan, you'll be what twenty two then, somewhere around there. That's a good one. Twenty three, sorry. <laughs> well, we are um, so happy to be with you on this special edition of MMA Fancast. We're 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 putting this out um, immediately following UFC two hundred nine. Uh, we will be back again with you next week. We will we will have a. Uh, fight pass uh, flashback and um, we will have all of MMA there's a there's a fight card next weekend as well I think we have them the next 
two weekends, or maybe not. I can't think off the top of my head. I think there's a fight night next week and a fight night the following week. Got it coming up from Johnny Stats. But we will have all of that action, as well as everything that's happening in, in the UFC and any other major news in MMA, back here next week. We thank you so much for joining us. Again, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. On behalf of the crew at MMA FanCast, and on behalf of our special guest, Jeez Johnny! Taken. No, no, okay. Well, Plus, no, I'm leaving no. now. But you were given the nickname Johnny Stats. Johnny Stats. No. Johnny Stats. Because then I have to come up with stats. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Johnny Stats Podcast. No. Um, on behalf of the crew of MMA FanCast and Octagon247.com, this is Ryan Middleton signing off and saying God bless. Who you got in the fight? Who are you taking between Ferguson and Khabib? No, oh, well, that's probably because they had it like set, ready to go. No, they had so it scheduled. Right. Somebody but should you can be on r- top of that, though. Yeah, that's well. amateur stuff. That that's, that's like, like should be taken down. That's like Octagon Twenty Four Seven dot com stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, Octagon Twenty Four Seven dot com's the we don't king schedule of stuff. the king of promises. <laughs> like we're gonna put this up on our website. <laughs>